Vegetarian Zen, episode numero dos. Number two. Welcome to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthy lifestyle. Now sit back, relax, and prepare to get your veg on. Hey there, Veg Zeners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen. My name is Vicki. This is Larissa. And we are so glad you are joining us today. The theme of our podcast is a life of spice. Spicy. So what we're going to talk to you about today is how to add spice to your diet and also to your train of thought when it comes to spicing up your workouts. That is something that I'm often asked about because I tend to be crazy in love with my workouts and not too many people love to hit the gym. So I wanted to share with you some of the tips that I incorporate to help me stay pumped up. Because even though I do like workouts, I don't always feel pumped up, but I do have some tricks to help me motivate myself to go to the gym. So before we get into that, um, we wanted to talk about something that we're planning to do from now on and that's to divide our podcast into segments and if you take a look at our logo you'll notice that our tagline is happy body healthy mind so what we plan on doing is taking one segment the first segment of the show after we do our updates and hi how you doing and all that Um, the first segment we'll use for happy body so that will involve nutrition, food, recipes, that kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, I didn't mean to be a sentence finisher there. No, that's okay. I <laughs> forgot what I was going to say, and you probably I knew that. I can tell. I can tell. <laughs> You've been together 11 and a half years. You can tell. Yeah. Um, and then this, the second segment would be... Healthy... Oh, I'm sorry. Happy body. Happy body. No. No? Healthy, healthy mind. Body. <laughs> God. Healthy mind. Healthy mind. That's right. That's right. Healthy mind. I wasn't paying attention. (laughs) Uh, And that, again, today, so like today, we'll be talking about more of the mental game of staying in shape. Um, But again, that can be anything going forward from motivational to maybe topics like depression, um, things like that. How to be happy. How to be happy. Okay, so let's go ahead and get started with today's episode. And we are going to begin by talking about some of our favorite spices that we've started cooking with or started uh, juicing with Mm -hmm. as well. Spices and herbs. And I will say this, since becoming a vegetarian, the things that I have eaten and that I drank have become so more diverse than when I was a meat eater. I was I was kind of lazy. I think we were kind of lazy when we were meat mm-hmm. eaters, right? We just, I mean, steak, it, it's kind of yeah. easy to do that. We really had to get creative when we became vegetarians. And I tried Thai food for the first time. How do you go? Me I'm too. 44 years old. How do I go 44 years without having yeah. Thai food? And Mediterranean food. And, right. And, you know, um, just all kinds of stuff that we just didn't eat. I mean, before, 
Vicky's right. We would make a steak or grilled chicken breast and then just have like one or two veggies on, on the side. And it was always the same thing. And it was just kind of blah and right. boring. And, you know, uh, when you no offense to squash, um, but when you try to eat one just steamed, it's just kind of gross. I right. mean, it's there's no flavor. There's no no fun. But um, we we're learning now that you can add all kinds of, of spices and herbs. And, and I have a lot of them in my garden now. So that makes it even more fun and, and easy. And it's so cool to ones. see her go outside and go <laughs> cut <Snip>. something off, <laughs> snip something off one of her plants. Out Vicky there, knows so. when I grab the scissors and head out the back door <laughs> that, it, that I'm cooking something with herbs. So, um, But it's, it just makes it so much more exciting. Right. Okay, so before we get into our spicy spices and herby herbs, I guess, um, we just want to let you know that you should always, always, always consult your doctor before taking any type of supplement or using anything different like that or making any major changes to your diet. And this is really, really important if you have a medical condition or take medications because sometimes these herbs, particularly the spices, um, can interact with medications or they can cause different organ problems or, you know, just just have a, a take a toll more on certain organs that if you're not completely healthy, you might have problems with. So always check with your doctor um, or a nutritionist if you work for the dietitian just to make sure that it's something that, that your body can handle. Yeah, I was really surprised by that because I'm I admit that I'm very bad about that. I don't take warning signs on medication very seriously. <laughs> she doesn't reason. read directions I putting stuff directions, together either. I don't read medication no. bottles. But as we were looking in, up some of these spices and herbs, I was really surprised to see that how these can interact with your existing medication or existing conditions that you have. So seriously, ask your doctor, even if you might think, oh, it's just, you know, it's just, it's a natural herb or whatever. You never know how that can interact with something that you're already taking. Right, right. Okay, so after that disclaimer, let's go ahead and get into our spices. Okay, well, um, my probably favorite, favorite spice right now is ginger. Ginger root. That is something that I don't know that I, outside of like gingerbread, I don't think that I had ever consumed it before in the ways that we've consumed it now including juicing we keep we usually have a some ginger root in our refrigerator and cut off knobs and i pretty much put that in like half inch to an inch knob depending on what the juice is and we're like totally experiment with juices we've got some really good books that we use as references but if you pretty much know the basics of juicing you can you kind of get a little creative and it's oh i just throw all kinds of crap yeah. in there <laughs> I mean, there's some things, and one of our favorite books is Farnoosh Brock's, um, what is the name of the book? The Healthy Juicers Bible, Farnoosh Brock. We'll put it in the show notes for sure, but it is one of our favorite books because it not only helped us to get our juicer, but it also taught us the basics of juicing. And once you get the basics of juicing down, you can get very creative, and it's actually a lot of fun to see what what it comes out when you it's, throw all these and, things and in. it's really really good to just use up stuff that you need to use up right so because i mean if you have have leafy greens or, or something like that that's that are a little older and not as attractive you can juice them and i mean no no the juice doesn't care so and it <laughs> right. tastes the same so 
So getting back to ginger. So all the things you can do with ginger. Ooh, I love ginger. Um, tea? G- ginger tea. Right. Ginger bread. Ginger, ginger cookies, Thai foods. Ginger in, in, in Asian food. Um, yum. Love it. You can, you, can, you can even get candied or crystallized ginger. I know. I saw pictures of that, and that looked really, really good. And I'm going to the store tomorrow. You know I'm getting some. I've never had it before. It's supposed to also aid in, in with inflammation. So if you don't know what inflammation is, essentially it's your immune system super hyped up fighting something within your body. I guess that's the easiest way to explain it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you're overweight, you you pretty much you can suffer from constant inflammation in your body because your body is in a state of distress. Mm-hmm. Right. Arthritis, lupus, fibromyalgia, um, all deal with inflammation. Um, there, you know, there are lots of other medical issues, um, and medical problems as well in which inflammation is a, a symptom. And so ginger can, can help with, with that. And also, um, gastrointestinal upset. One of the biggest things when you, when you hear, when you hear someone who has an upset stomach or you hear a pregnant woman with morning sickness. What do they tell? What do they tell you? They say, "Oh, get ginger ale." You know, well, why? Because there's ginger in it, and ginger is very calming, and it's it's very soothing. Ginger tea will do the same thing. Right, and Larissa has a recipe out on our website uh, for gi- vegetable chow mein, mm-hmm. which calls for ginger, and it is so good. It's really good, and it's um, it's a it's a good sized piece of I think it's like a two inch piece of ginger that it calls for, and and wash it, grate it, or or or, um, or dice it finely finely, and when you take a bite of of the chow mein that has a little bit of that ginger in it, you know it. I mean, it's you get that zing, you get that that real little hot spicy kind of taste, and it's just really really good. And it smells so good. Mm-hmm. And then uh, one more thing that Vicky's experiencing now oh, is... I had a squat-a-thon the other day <laughs> where I was doing... I probably did about 100 squats during my workout, and I was so... I still am sore. That was two days ago, yeah. and I am in pain. But it, uh, Ginger is supposed to be good for muscle pain due to uh, overexertion or mm-hmm. exercise, so... Uh, definitely I've been throwing that into every juice that I've had since then. And I don't know, maybe it's psychological, maybe it is physiological, but whatever, it did help me to at least be able to walk up the stairs. So, (laughs) okay, moving on to cinnamon, cinnamon. I love cinnamon, cinnamon rolls. That is so easy to put into foods also right cinnamon cookies i mean yeah or you can even put some in coffee cinnamon lattes cinnamon candies yum (laughs) what do they all have in common cinnamon cinnamon so okay let's talk a little bit about the benefits of cinnamon then okay well uh it's like a lot of the other herbs and spices well spices especially spices, it's high in antioxidants. It also um, contains manganese, vitamin K, calcium, iron, and dietary fiber. So uh, really, whether you just take it in capsule form or put it in 
baked goods or your oatmeal or on applesauce or cinnamon tea. I mean, you really, really can't go wrong with cinnamon. It's it's a really, really basic, good spice. Yeah, it, I actually take two caplets of cinnamon um, every morning. But, I mean, you can put it, It's and it's pure cinnamon. I mean, you could pop open the caplet and just throw it in your oatmeal or whatever. And I know that sounds like a waste of money, but really I like to get the caplets because at least I know I'm getting a couple... Uh, of of that of those uh, doses in it is and this has not been scientifically 100% proven but it has been in some studies at least shown to lower blood sugar in people with diabetes reduce inflammation and possibly fight bacteria as well again nothing 100% mixed studies come back saying yes no you know so maybe so definitely don't look at that as your substitution for any diabetic medicine that you might be on or anything like that but it doesn't hurt it doesn't hurt right it's natural so um and then there are two different types of of cinnamon one of them is is considered to be a little bit quote healthier um and that's the salon cinnamon that's considered the true cinnamon both both cinnamon comes from the bark of the cinnamon tree and if you go to the store and you buy cinnamon sticks that's basically what that is 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 dried bark um but the salon cinnamon is mainly from sri lanka and that is considered um healthier and the reason that it's considered healthier than the other type which is uh, cassia is and that's that's mainly from uh, China is that, or in, in Saigon, is that cassia contains a higher level of of a substance called coumarin, and that's not coumadin like the medication coumadin, it's coumarin, and that is known to have a negative effect on the liver uh, in, in, you know, certain doses or in people with liver problems. So normally when they say cinnamon for like a a health supplement, it's the salon cinnamon. So, um, just to let you know that. And then I have an awesome recipe for if you, if you've ever had ginger snaps, um, these are cinnamon snaps and they're really, really, really good. Very good. So I'll put that recipe on the, uh, website on our recipes page and then in the podcast show notes i'll have direct links to all the recipes so you won't have to go to the website and and you know search for the recipes they'll have the links right there that'll take you to our recipe page okay so i think that's about all we can say about cinnamon it's yummy and it's good for you um moving on to rosemary is this something you're growing in your garden i am i have rosemary I have um, the next two. I have rosemary, and then I also have lemon balm, which we'll talk about in a minute. Rosemary is um, an evergreen. It's an evergreen shrub, and mine is growing really, really fast. When I got it, um, what, a month and a half ago, it was pretty small, and it's it's growing fast. So um, it's got evergreen-type needles or leaves, and the benefits of rosemary include um well it's an antioxidant as well it's also supposed to be good for your circulatory system right Mm -hmm. yeah it it's um been shown to dilate the arteries in your circulatory system which will help with blood flow 
Um, and then on the, the headache and migraine front, rosemary tea is supposed to be good to help relieve that type of pain, um, either fresh leaves or dried. Just, you know, steep those in water and, and hot water and um, then drink the tea. Um, joint pain, rosemary oil, or uh, it applied topically is, is said to be helpful for, for joint pain. And then I even read, and this is interesting, and, and because I have uh, lupus and, and fibromyalgia, I, I'm going to have to try this. Even strong rosemary tea, if you brew, brew it really strong and then just apply it topically to your joints, it's said to be helpful in relieving joint pain. So I'm going to try that, and I'll let you guys know if that really helps because, you know, like I said, rosemary grows really fast and I'm going to have a bunch of it. So, Cool. We like to use it primarily, well, before we became vegetarians, we had rosemary chicken. That's mm-hmm. usually a mm-hmm. common way to have that. But we have, we use it now in, for potatoes, mm-hmm. rosemary and garlic potatoes. Very, right. very good. Or other root vegetables would be good. Um, turnips. We haven't tried turnips, but I wouldn't be opposed to trying a turnip. Um, but I, I know with like butternut squash or... I can't believe I'm hearing you say this. I know, right? For I the longest time. <laughs> Are you getting this in writing? A piece of broccoli would be like... <laughs> Broccoli. Ah, oh, big deal. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? I really like broccoli now. Yeah. And even spinach. So there's there's hope. There's hope for you guys out there who <laughs> say, oh, my God, if I eat a vegetable, I'll just die. You won't. I promise. Because I didn't. And I thought that. Um, she actually likes them now, too. I do. I do. But anyway, back to rosemary. Um, roasted potatoes, other vegetables would, would be great. Um, roasted with rosemary as well. Um, but potatoes are still my favorite, I think. Okay, let's right. go on to lemon balm. As Larissa said, she's growing that as well. And Which one, what does that look like in your garden? I, I it don't it really... looks like mint. Oh, it's, okay. It looks like mint. It's um, just green leaves. Um, it's kind of a, a bushy bushy plant and it if if you pick up well every time i go out there i have to do this um just take a leaf and rub it between your fingers and then smell just smell that and oh my gosh it smells so good it's just like you stepped into a lemon grove it's just amazing um but it is actually a a member of the mint family Mm. um and uh, again it's high in antioxidants and it I'm also a trend a here trend, with these yes, <laughs> herbs, antioxidants, spices, antioxidants, yes. um, and it uh, it ha- is known to help relieve stress and insomnia. Miss Insomniac, hey, yeah, that's uh-huh. actually good. Uh-huh. The, the, I have I struggle with bouts of insomnia and have tried several different teas. And this, I don't think I've tried lemon no, balm though. No, but we'll have to make some. It's only for some reason just certain times, I, you know, I just certain days and then I'll be fine. But it just, um, yeah, certain. I have been sleeping a lot better though since we've become vegetarians. I don't mm-hmm. feel as lethargic throughout the day. So I'm usually ready for bed at night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think stress has a lot to do with it too. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. So um, another thing that lemon balm is helpful for is treating cold sores. And I haven't tried this. Um, fortunately, I don't really deal with cold sores too much, and I don't think you do either. No. But um, it would be definitely good to try. I, I, I read this online, 
and it's just steeping uh, two to four teaspoons of crushed lemon balm leaves in a cup of hot water for about 15 minutes and then apply uh, once it cools don't put hot liquid on your face but uh, once it cools um, just apply it directly to the cold sores with with a cotton ball or a cotton swab and um, I don't know see if it helps like like we said it can't hurt nice did you put any recipes on the website with lemon balm? Not for lemon balm yet because I haven't tried any. Okay. Um, since it's new to my garden, I'm trying to let it kind of bush out a little bit and grow before I start right. stealing okay. it. Okay, and that's that's kind of good to say too because one of the things we want to let you guys know is when we post recipes out there, we want these to be things that we've tried mm-hmm. because we don't want to lead you down. One time we posted this... Um, on Facebook. Yeah, but we did disclaimer it that we hadn't tried it. And as soon as I made it, I said I was going to make it that day. And this is how I make it, made it. It was these protein blueberry bars or something. Because I've been looking for health bars that aren't store-bought. Because all the store-bought health bars, except for Lara Bar. Lara Bar are pretty good, but they're still not great. Uh, so I've been looking for health bars. And we, we put this blueberry protein bar out there. And <laughs> it was like a nasty it was flavorless pancake i think it was awful it was so so bad the point is is that we want to put recipes out there we don't want to really put anything out there unless we've tried it so that we because some of these we might tweak as well to make them a little Mm -hmm. bit better and i usually do i i rarely ever use a recipe that i don't change at least one or two things but i did do some looking um I know that it the lemon uh, balm you can substitute in recipes w- that call for lemon zest. So you know zest is the is the grated rind, the outer rind of the lemon, and you can substitute it for lemon zest. You can add it to sugar cookie dough to make lemon tea cookies, which sounds really good. Um, use it in vinaigrettes, make herb butters, um, and so I did do a little bit of looking so far, and I found a recipe for lemon herb butter. I found a couple of tea recipes, and I found a lemon balm vinaigrette recipe so i'm going to try all those and and then um if they're good i'll put them up on the website okay so i think that does it for the spices uh that we were going to discuss today and by no means does that mean that we're never going to talk about spices again because i mean there's tons of spices out there there are tons of spices out there and we plan to use quite a few of them as i've mentioned being a vegetarian We've gotten very creative with recipes and have tried a whole bunch of stuff. So as we as we use them and as we cook with them, we are definitely planning on sharing more of those with you. Oh, definitely. And, you know, just in my little garden, I've got basil and two kinds of basil. I've got thyme. I've got um, oregano, two kinds of oregano, parsley, cilantro, um, lavender, lemon, balm, and yada yada. So lots of good stuff. All right, so let's go ahead and transition into the second part of our episode today, which is Healthy Mind. A few days ago, a friend of mine had posted on Facebook that she was looking for some creative ways to get excited about her cardio workouts. I've been an athlete since I was six years old, was when I picked up a basketball and played every sport under the sun all the way up to college. Um, I ran track, I played volleyball, basketball, softball, everything you can think of, I was in it. So I've never had any issue with working out. And I've avoided it like the plague. I loved working out, always. And even when I wasn't at school or playing on a team, I mean, my brother, my sister, my family, we were always very active outside, riding bikes, just doing a lot of stuff, which is why when I was a kid, I was 
really skinny and I didn't actually start gaining weight until I got to college and discovered pizza and beer at four o'clock in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I've never had a problem with working out. Even at my heaviest weight, I was still in the gym and was working out and I've always gotten a big mental kick out of out of my workouts. So when I saw her post, it made me think about how a lot of people do really struggle with staying motivated for their workouts, including me. That doesn't mean that every day, just because I've, I, I enjoy my workouts, that I always feel pumped up and ready to go. So I wanted to share a few things with you guys as far as what I do to keep myself motivated. I always get comments from people because I like to post to Facebook when I go and work out. But that's really all part of kind of like my ritual to get myself pumped up because I know when I put it out there and sometimes I don't even really feel it, but just saying it like I'm here, I'm ready. I, what did I say? I'm going into beast mode. Um, and sometimes I'm not really in beast mode, but I'm kind of getting myself psyched up to be there. Uh, so again, we all struggle with that. In the gym, I always hear people complaining about having to get their workout done and stuff. And quite honestly, most of the time, I am very pumped up and ready to go. I I don't need a big um, kick in the pants to get me to the gym. So I wanted to talk to you about a few things that I do to stay motivated. One of the biggest things that I do, I think, when I was thinking about how I continuously do this is I use variety in my workouts to make sure that I am keeping myself um, interested in what I'm doing because if I just did the treadmill and the bike, treadmill, bike, treadmill, bike, every single workout, and I work out about five days a week, I would get so bored so quickly. I do use the treadmill and I do use the bike, but a couple of tools that I use when I do those to get my cardio in are iPhone apps. There's some iPhone apps that are free that you can utilize to help you mix up your workouts. One of them is called Workout Timer. And this helped me, I you can plug in like intervals. So for example, if I'm on the treadmill, I can say, okay, two minutes of warm up and then a 30 second sprint. And then I can say, you know, two minute hill climb. And I can, I customize all of that stuff in the workout. And that one is called Workout Timer. I also have one called Spin Class App which I really like because I like to do the spin bike, not the, um, what do you call those, recumbent bikes? I don't like to do the recumbent bikes. That's my bike. I like to do the, right, (laughs) I like to do the spin bike, but I don't always have, um, my the timing of when I'm able to work out isn't always correspond with when the class is actually going on. Um, So I have this timer on my, that I put up on the bike handles, uh, uh, the bike handle that, um, will go essentially take me through a spin class. So it'll say, you know, three minute warm up, and then I'll do like 30 second sprint. And again, all those are customizable. So I customize the intervals. I do like a three minute hill climb, increase tension, all of that. And it flashes on my screen and tells me the different segments of my workout. And you can, you customize the length. You can customize uh, music on there to play along with the with the app so it's really really cool it's a really cool way to to switch up your workout um as i just mentioned interval training is a big one so if you're just on the treadmill and you're just doing you say oh i gotta work out 30 minutes even if you don't have one of these apps it's always a good idea to, to try to break up your workout into little segments so before i had these apps before i discovered these apps i would say okay 30 second sprint or two minutes i'm just going to jog at this 
level. So you're breaking it up and the time goes by really fast when you break it up in a chunks. And, and I'm going to interject here. The reason I'm not saying anything is because I don't do all this stuff. <laughs> um, my motivation is, is, uh, Vicky. I mean, she, she's a great motivator for me as well, but, uh, you know, when, when she's going to the gym and she's here, like on the weekends or a day off or something, uh, she'll say, okay, I'm going to the gym. And, and, I go, um, and I got to say a lot of times it's out of guilt because I don't want her to think, you know, uh, that I'm like a lazy slob, which she never thinks. She never <laughs> thinks that that's, that's my, you know, my reading that, but, but I, so that's a good motivator for me is, is for her to say, Hey, I'm going to the gym, you know? And then when we get to the gym and I'm on my little recumbent bike, um, I get texts from her that say pedal faster. So, <laughs> so it's good. It's it's good motivation. She'll she'll say pedal faster, even though I get a dirty look. Eh, well, you know, sometimes I, yeah, that's only if I know where you are. Half the time I don't know where you are in the gym because you're moving around so much. Right, and that's that's the thing. So when I was with a personal trainer, who was an awesome personal trainer, by the way, when I was meeting with him, he would he was always telling me always keep your body a little bit off balance and a little bit guessing because the other thing about just going thirty minute treadmill, thirty minute. Um, spin or whatever you do is your body adapts to that. So you always want to switch that up. We never just did bicep curls. He would have me bicep curls standing on the flat part of a basu ball or on one leg or something just a little bit off to keep my body guessing. So you want to keep your body guessing physically. And, and that, of course, like I just said, helps your body to have to adapt to whatever you're throwing at it, but it also keeps your mind intrigued, I think, or, or engaged, I should say, because you're not, you're just kind of throwing in different things. A lot of times when I go to the gym, I'm not 100% sure what I'm going to do. Um, sometimes they have new equipment there. They had this big old tire mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> the other day when I went that I had not anticipated being there. So I was totally excited about that, even though I paid for it the next day because I wasn't <laughs> used to flipping that big tire, but it was a good pay paying for it. I mean, it was a good kind of sore. So I was really, I, I always, I, I don't like to always know what I'm going to do because that is really bores me. Well, the, oh, sorry, go I'm ahead. sorry. I, I just wanted to say, um, one of the other things that I think is, is so good about what you do is Vicky has this notebook. It's not a notebook. It's a binder. She has a binder and she carries this thing with her to the gym. And in it are all of her workout notes. And I mean, these are, these are notes that she's taken um, from the time that she was with Sam, her trainer, from times before that, from times since that she writes down and she, whenever she does something, she'll, she'll write down like, like the routines or the reps or whatever it is. And she's got this massive notebook thing and, and she, she sticks it in her bag and takes it to the gym and she carries it around with her. And, and, you know, I mean, I think that's a great way to, to, she's always got something different that she hasn't done, you know, in a while because there's so much stuff in that notebook. Right. Sam would always laugh at my drawing, my stick figure drawings that I would put in there. But <laughs> hey, now, you know, now I have a binder full of that stuff. So, yeah. Um, the other thing is I love music. I love to work out to music. Uh, I think most people do. Uh, but what I do is I really, I like to have several playlists and even buy myself new songs. Like if I hit... I go to the gym four days, I reward myself with a new, you know, 99 cent song. That's nothing in the big scheme of things, but it is, it really makes my, when I throw that into a, my playlist, it's awesome. 
Uh, I also listen to a lot to Pandora Radio, and maybe we'll turn it on a put it on a station that I have never listened to before. Again, just to keep my workouts fresh. And here's something um, a little different, a little different take on it. Um, when I work out, I listen to classical music, and it's it for me. It you know I put it on on Pandora with uh, waltzes or, or or marches or something like that, and and that the 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 upbeat you know. Um, rhythms of those really get me get me going because it's and I think this is natural is is when you're on a bike or when you're running or something you you tend to match your pace to what you're listening to and so I mean obviously I don't listen to Brahms lullabies you know when I'm working out but if I but if I'm listening to to Strauss waltzes you know I mean those get you going and, you know, a lot of people, when I say, hey, I work out to classical music, they're like, what? You know, I mean, how does that help? Um, I mean, occasionally I'll put on something something different, something more hip, I guess. <laughs> but uh, but you're, I really prefer you're not classical. Hip anymore. Shut up. <laughs> but I really prefer classical <laughs> classical to work out to. Okay, so so that's music. The next thing that I do is... That I've done, at least in the past. And this has been a little difficult for me because sometimes I get it in my head how something should look. And I, so I have to get out of my head sometimes. And that is working out in itself doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to a gym. And by that, I mean, you know, I used to think if I wasn't in the gym for at least 30 minutes and I didn't really work out. But quite honestly, there are other ways to work out. One of the things I've done that I, a friend of mine actually told me she does this as well is power cleaning. So like if you're cleaning your house, not just to clean it, but like really do some things that exert yourself when you're cleaning. I, I know it sounds kind of funny because you're like, well, what would you do when you're pushing a vacuum? But I mean, exert yourself. Like maybe in between rooms, do like 15 squats or do some lunges in between things or when you're vacuuming lunge forward instead of just walking forward things like that when you get on the uh ground maybe do 10 sit-ups in between when you're picking something you know doing something on the ground i don't know but i've done that before and i did sweat quite a bit but again in my mind i was like oh i'm not really working out but you really have to just change the things that you think about working out the other thing i would never give myself credit for was walking and I walk, I take walks, I take 15, a 15 minute walk in the morning and a 15 minute walk in the afternoon. And they're brisk walks. They're not just like, you know, just lollygagging around. Casual <laughs> stroll. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I no take... parasol twirling. <laughs> no. Yeah, n- none of that. Um, so I take brisk walks. And again, I would like beat myself up mentally if I didn't get to the gym that day totally disregarding the fact that I got in 30 minutes of pretty darn good walking, uh, brisk walking, and and our campus at work is very hilly, so, you know, around the hills. So again, just kind of changing what you think of exercise should look like. Uh, The other thing I have are DVDs. I have Jillian Michaels, I have some Biggest Loser, I have Tap Out, P90X. I have P90X. Uh, I have several series like that that I enjoy just mixing them up. I don't think I've ever gone through the whole program in one, but I like to just pull one one day and just do do a different one. I mean, just to kind of mix it up. I get tired of looking at the same person every day, anyways. It's uh, or hey. even looking at the, <laughs> or even looking at the 
um, the same DVD or you know whatever. Uh, I just it gets a little boring. So I like to switch that up. That's why I like to have several that I can pull from just to make my workouts a little different. I know Larissa, you were doing the Jillian Michaels one for a while. Oh right? my God, she almost one. killed me. <laughs> She's crazy. Yeah, it was. It's good though. And then lastly, uh, I throw a class in every now and then as well. Like I said, my schedule doesn't always allow me to be able to fit that in when I want to go, but um, I will find sometimes at 8.30 in the morning, go to 8.30 spin class, and just being around other people that are doing the same thing, that are up that early, that are doing the same thing you're doing is very motivational. So joining a class every now and then, again, not something I have an interest in doing even every week, but just to keep me interested and keep me motivated. Well, and um, to that point, I, several years ago, I was doing water aerobics, um, you know, because of my, my joint problems and everything that was really helpful for me. And, you know, it was, it was kind of fun hanging out with the oldsters and, and uh, we had a really nice, uh, really dynamic teacher. And so it was a lot of fun. I like it. So, and I could get in the water and not get my head under because I'm terrified of, of getting my head underwater. So, <laughs> but that's a whole other show. Okay, and then so the very last thing I want to talk about, I know I just said the other one was the last thing, but this is for real the last thing, <laughs> uh, is I like to, at least 10 minutes before I actually work out, sometimes I'll start to get myself going by listening to my playlist, my workout playlist, and even just closing my eyes and imagining myself working out. So I guess that's called, I mean, I know there's like, you, you see athletes do this all the time, like before big games, you'll see them with their headphones on in the locker room, listening to music and stuff to get them pumped up for the game. And I kind of do the same thing. I never really thought about it, but I do like to do that. And when I envision myself already working out, I think my body just gets ready for it. And I actually anticipate it. So by the time I get to the gym, I am totally pumped up and usually in quote beast mode for real (laughs) well and and like one time i came in and she was like standing in front of the full-length mirror and making hulk noises and (laughs) kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding um but yeah she does and she she's awesome and she you know she inspires me to work out as and i hate it and you know it's it's one it's one of those things that some people love it and some people just hate it and they're never gonna love it but you know i i got to a point where i lost almost 40 pounds mm-hmm. last last year and um, quite honestly I've gained about half of it back and I am really making an effort now to to get back on that workout train and you know kind of change what I'm eating especially without eating meat now I think that's helping um, to get back down to where I was and lower so I will say this though exercise as great as it is for you and it is awesome and I love it for me personally I look at it more of for my mental health than for my physical health. I I mean, I know there's obviously physical benefits, but like I, as I mentioned, I worked out even at my heaviest. I was really heavy at one point. I've dropped 70 pounds in the last um, year and a half or so. But even at my heaviest, I was working out. and I. But I've always looked at it more mentally. And um, as a matter of fact, we didn't really start to drop any weight, and this will be a future podcast, but we didn't really start to drop any weight, neither one of us did, until we started paying attention to what we were, we were putting inside of our bodies. So that by far is the most important thing. I mean, I don't want to discount exercise because it is so important, lots of benefits, but 
70%, I would say, of our weight loss can be attributed to what we were eating and more importantly, the amount of food we were eating mm-hmm. because... Yeah, portion I mean, control is Portion huge. control is huge. So hopefully this has been helpful to you and this will help you to add a little bit more spice to your life, both in the food that you eat and also in your activities. Yeah, I, I think that um, this is a good one and I can't wait to go and cook. <laughs> all, these, <laughs> all these spices and herbs have made me hungry. Okay, well then, thanks for listening. Hope you guys have a great week, and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Hey, Veg Centers. Thanks so much for joining us today. Please be sure to visit our website at www.vegetarianzen.com. You can also find us on Facebook at Facebook forward slash Vegetarian Zen or on Twitter at Vegetarian Zen. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.